All right, all right. How we doing? This is Corey Edmond, and you are listening to Your Fat Doesn't Care podcast. All right, so this episode is so each week. If you're if you haven't listened before, each week what I'm doing is at my boot camps. I own I own a, a few boot camp facilities, um, and at my boot camps, every week we do a word of the week, and the whole point of the word of the week is to really get people focused. Um, you know, fitness is so not just about working out. In fact, I would argue that working out is the least important, the least most important part of all fitness. And I say that because number one, it really doesn't matter what you do in fitness. If you have a shitty mindset, if you don't care about yourself, if you have low self-worth, if you have low self-esteem, if you have anger and fear and hate and jealousy, working out is not going to be something that you do. Because the thing, and I've said this in the past, the thing about working out is when you work out, it's the only thing that no one else can do for you, right? No one can do it for you. They can't make you feel good about it because they did it for you. If you work out, it's because you worked out. And if you feel good, it's because you feel good. And what's funny is I've watched people literally self-sabotage over and over and over again because they get to a certain level of feeling good and then it threatens their comfort level. Um, so what happens is they'll get to a certain level and then they'll have to make a decision really about do I want to continue to take these actions that make me feel good with the danger that it might bring me past some of my old bullshit, right? Because a lot of times we have self negative self-beliefs, and I talked about this a lot in the last podcast um, about empower and really about taking your own power back and about bad things happening to us, and then we make up decisions, right? Like we get assaulted or there's a breakup or there's a divorce or there's a cheating or there's whatever. You get physically abused, mentally abused, sexually abused. And then we make a decision about ourselves. Oh, what's wrong with me? Or I'm not good enough. It's never that the other person that did it is fucked up. It's always like, what's wrong with us, right? And there really isn't anything wrong with us. Um, But we think so. And we don't even do it. It's not conscious. It's not like you sit and go, oh, well, this happened to me um, out loud. You know, I'm this or I'm I'm garbage or I can't be trusted or I'm not this or I'm not. Why why would they do that if I'm a good girl or if I'm a good guy? Um, It doesn't work that way subconsciously we make a decision that there's something wrong with us. Um, and then it lives in us, right? It's like our, now it's like our genie. It just keeps creating things. We don't even know it. And that lasts for years. So that in fitness, when you now, you know, 20 years later and you've been living that lie that you're not good enough or you're not worthy enough or you, you know, when that happened, that it was because there's something wrong with you. And you believe that on a very, basic basic core level that runs your life and then when you now get surrounded by people that see you for being better than what you are see you for for who you are and how great you might be or how great you actually are and you start to take actions that live into that and then all of a sudden you get to this crossroad where it's like oh man I I feel really good about myself and now I'm about to I'm about to hit this place where I'm about to go lower than a weight I haven't seen since I was a kid or I'm starting to you know feel a way I haven't felt. I'm starting to feel sexy again. I'm starting to feel strong again. I'm starting to 
want to take, you know, I want to start all of a sudden my shirt's coming off a lot more, you know? And I always joke about this when I was like 6% body fat, I couldn't take my shirt off fast enough. It'd be like midwinter and I got to take out the trash. And I was like, oh man, I'm hot. Take off my shirt. We used to live in an apartment and I would, you know, in the middle of the day when it's like sunny out and you know, you can't see inside places cause it's dark, but you can see the real reflection. Man, I used to walk across there like two bed, two uh, apartments. I'd walk across like flexing my tricep, holding my trash bag, thinking I'm all ripped. <laughs> um, but when you feel good about yourself, like, man, good things happen. But if you get to that point where you're you're not sure, you're not sure about, oh, man, I'm going to start to really feel good about myself. I'm going to start to do What I have seen is if that, depending on how strong that belief is, that self-belief, people literally sabotage. And they don't even know it's happening. All of a sudden, they'll get sick. Or all of a sudden, they'll go out to eat. Or all of a sudden, they'll call an old ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend. And they'll, oh, you know, and they'll meet up with them. Or they'll go back to some sort of habit that always sabotages them. Or they'll make up some excuse. Or all of a sudden, this thing that hasn't been a priority for the last three or four months while they've been working out and getting better, all of a sudden, now that becomes priority. Or all of a sudden, the people that reach out to them all the time. They're always asking for something that you finally said no to for the past few months because your your workouts became more important. Now, all of a sudden, you start listening. You're like, yeah, you know what? I can help you. I'll skip the gym or I'll skip this. And people will literally self-sabotage. And it's so sad to see um, because of that negative self-belief, right? So the whole episode last week was about empower. Like giving power away is really what empower. But man, if you don't have that power in yourself, right? If you've if something's happened and you've taken your own power and you've given it to somebody else, that person that did something or that event that happened, like it's really hard to take care of yourself and love yourself and be worthy if you've done that. So we want to avoid that, right? That's not who you are. That's not who you are. And it's time to now do something that you deserve. So with fitness, it's really the only thing that you can do that is only for you. No one can do it. So that's why people struggle, and I think especially being in this industry for so long, that's why people struggle so much with fitness. It's like you have to give a shit about yourself. You have to care about yourself on a different level. And if you don't, it makes it really easy. And that's not the only reason. not like, oh, I'm out of shape because I, I hate myself. But there is a, a level of self-sabotage that we do, and, and I'm the same way. It's like, man, I'm just like excuses and I don't want to. And da, da, da. But I still, when I'm out of shape and right now I'm, I'm getting there, I'm, I'm back committed, I'm working again. But when I'm out of shape, man, it's like the negative self-beliefs and the negative talk in your head, that little voice, all it is is negative. It just keeps saying negative things. And when, we, when we're in that negative mind space, it only creates more negative. And that's not a you know voodoo type, oh, I don't believe in that kind of shit. That's like scientific fact, right? They have studied um, thought vibration. And what's funny is, you know, we've been talking at boot camp. Um, last week we had done vision boards. And some people are like, oh, vision boards, that's so stupid. But what's funny is I've been reading books and listening to podcasts now of like ultra successful people um, for, you know, well over 10 years. And that stuff comes from those people, right? Like literally like multi, multi, multi-millionaires that were broke and then cut out a picture of the house that they wanted. And then 10 years later, they move into a house and they find their vision board. And it's the freaking house that they picked that they just moved into and had totally forgot about. Like, and it's over and over and over again because it's not mumbo jumbo. It is a law. There is laws of attraction. Thoughts do have a vibration. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, 
all vibrations have a, I mean, all thoughts have a vibration, right? They've actually measured our thoughts. So certain thoughts actually give off a different vibration, a different wavelength, right? So we've got all these thoughts going out into the, out into the air, out into the ethos or whatever you want to call it. And what happens is those vibrations either attract other vibrations that are similar or detract vibrations that aren't, right? So the word of the week this week is probably the second most powerful world word in the world. Um, it's probably one of the, the only words that can get you out of a hole. It can get you out of depression. It can get you out of anger. It can get you out of hate. It can get you out of hurt and grief. Um, yet it's really hard sometimes. In fact, you have to work at it sometimes and most of the times to even to even let the power that it has come through so we did this exercise recently with my group and it was very challenging for some people especially when you catch yourself with a lot of negative self-talk and training women for most of my life there's a lot of no negative self-talk especially in regards to your damn bodies right it's like i have never i mean jesus finding a woman that talks nice to herself about her body is like you know finding a needle's daughter in a haystack like there's it's so hard it's not even funny it's like one of the hardest things to do so this word of the week this week is really can be the most powerful word and if you're in a place where life is just not going so well and you're not doing so well and you're overweight or you're you're struggling or you can be getting in shape and still really struggling you can be depressed you can be anxious you can be on meds you can be you know, all kinds of shitty things. This one word can completely change your life if you believe it. Now, if you don't believe it, then you don't believe it, right? Just like, you know, I don't believe the Yankees are a good baseball team. It never will be. Um, if you don't believe it, don't believe it. No matter what you tell me, they're always going to suck in my book. But anyway, <laughs> this word is super powerful. And the word of the week this week is grateful and gratitude, right? So grateful is the word of the week. And obviously, the word of the week is grateful because it just so happens to be Thanksgiving week. Now, I'm sure with the story of Thanksgiving, it's not as rosy and peachy and keen as, you know, our history books make it out to be. I'm sure there was some death and killing and all that stuff before we broke bread. But whatever. It's giving thanks, right? We were about to die in the cold and the Indians basically said here, even though you've killed us and done all the bad stuff, we're still going to help you and feed you. Thanksgiving. Now, don't check me on my history. <laughs> I'm just using it as a point. Um, but anyway, it's about Thanksgiving. So giving thanks for the things that we have. Now, you may be in a shitty place right now where you're like, I don't have a lot to give thanks for. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. That's the, you're, in, you're in a good place. There's a lot of people like that, right? Most of the freaking world these days, most of the America, most of the country doesn't feel good about themselves. And if you know, if you relate it to fitness, over 50%, some crazy ass number, over 50% of the country is considered obese. That means over 32% body fat, which is ridiculous. So fit, that's that's like 200, I think it's 400 million people in the United States. 200 million people are obese. That's 35, like that's about 30 to 35 pounds overweight. That's like body fat percentage is around 32% at about 30 something pounds overweight, which whether you like it or not is considered obese. Now, when we see obese in our heads, we see, you know, extreme weight loss where they're knocking down walls to take out this 600-pound person. Yeah, that's morbidly obese. 
<clears throat> but obese is about 32% body fat, which ends up being, and I've tested this a gazillion times, so don't test me on this. It's about, basically, if you're about 30 pounds over your ideal weight, then you're you're basically considered obese. Whether you agree or not is irrelevant. It's just what it is. So don't go, if you if you get stuck on the fact that, you know, oh, I'm 30 pounds overweight, I'm not obese. Okay, you're, you're taking this the wrong way and you're already, you're already losing. So how about go, hey, I'm 30 pounds overweight. That's too fucking fat no matter what anybody says. If it's obese or not, I need to lose weight because that's really the, the, the bottom line. So let's focus on that. All right, so gratitude, grateful. Word of the week, grateful. Now I just did a, um, I just did a podcast. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I did an, an exercise recently with my boot campers. We're, we're doing a mental toughness course. And, um, that was the second thing we had them do is we, we had them do 25 things that they were grateful for. And they had to say, I am grateful for like, it had to be written out with a pen or a paper or a pencil. Those are things that people usually used to use back in the day that have like, it marks things on white stuff, pens and paper, right? Not on a computer tablet, not on an iPhone, not on a, a Android, if people use those things. Um, we actually had to write it down on paper. There is a power, there's a specific energy transfer when you write it down. And every successful person that's ever done a gratitude journal will tell you that that's true. Now, so the word grateful. So if you're it's, it can be, and this is why it can be the most powerful thing in the world. Gratitude as an energy vibration, the thought of gratitude, man, I'm really grateful for this, is one of the highest vibrating thoughts measured, right? I think love is the highest, right? When you truly love somebody, that, that love vibration is the highest. But second comes, close second comes gratitude. So gratitude, <clears throat> excuse me, gratitude ends up being super high. Now, have you ever noticed that person that's like, oh, I'm just super grateful for this. I'm super grateful for that. Do they seem like mad or angry? It's usually that person that's just so sweet. They're so nice and they're just grateful. And, and those people, it's not hard to be around them. It's really enjoyable to be around those people. So being grateful in your life is literally one of the keys to being happy no matter what has happened, no matter how bad it is. Um, so grateful, if you're grateful, that energy is going to transmute into feelings, right? And and I don't know if I brought this up in one of my past podcasts, uh, but I talk about TFAR. And this is something I learned at the Millionaire Mind Intensive long, long, long time ago when I, I mean, I really sucked with money. Um, I come from blue collar, you know, work your ass off, suffer, or it didn't, uh, or you didn't earn it type of mindset growing up. Um, paycheck to paycheck. No, you can't because we can't afford it. Just all that bullshit, right? Bad, bad, bad money programs throughout or money beliefs and programs throughout my whole life. It took me a long time to get out of it. But one of the things I did was I went to a millionaire mind intensive, which was originally run by T Harv Ecker. And he wrote a book, um, secrets of the millionaire mind and talk about some corny shit in there, especially when you come from the East coast where everything that's not suffering and pain is corny. Uh, but it's like, you know, rubbing your ears while you say affirmations and moving your hands around. It's just some goofy shit. Uh, but, hey, I was like, ah, hey, if this guy does it and he makes money, then I'm going to try it. So that's what I did. And uh, I don't know if it worked, but I know I sure as hell changed my mindset around money because I really believe that money was bad, right? If you had money, you took advantage of somebody that worked hard. Um, so going back to gratitude, right? 
and I kind of lost my train of thought. But anyway, grateful. When you have gratitude, what happens is that vibration attracts other vibrations, right? So when you're grateful, oh, that's what I was talking about, the millionaire mind. So we did um, all these exercises of, you know, gratitude. And then when it was a, the acronym, that's what I was talking about, the acronym, sorry. So there was an acronym I learned when it, in regards to change the way you think, right? Because for us to get different results in our life, we have to change the way we think. Our thoughts lead to our feelings, right? So this is the acronym, T-F-A-R, T-F-A-R. So our thoughts lead to our feelings, right? So if I think, if I, whether it's true or not, if I think, you know what, I'm really grateful for the fact that I have a, a, you know, a place to live or I have a place to sleep tonight, I'm really grateful. That thought leads to a feeling. So if you say I am grateful something, for something, that feeling is a is gratitude. Whether it's a small feeling of gratitude or not, it's still a feeling of gratitude, right? You think about, well, I'm, you know what? I'm going to force my crappy negative mind to think about gratitude. You know what? I'm grateful I can do this. I'm grateful I have two legs because there are people out there that don't have two legs. I'm grateful I can walk. I'm grateful I can talk. I'm grateful that I can talk into a microphone and people can hear it over a computer. So that gratitude that gratitude, attitude of gratitude, right? So that thought process leads to the feeling. So now I feel a little bit of gratitude. Like I feel good. It's a little bit, even if it's a little bit, it's better than like negative, right? Like, oh, I have to do this again or this sucks or whatever. So thoughts lead to feelings. And then those feelings, now that I feel good, I'm going to take an action. Well, if I feel good, what kind of action am I going to take? Am I going to take a negative action? Am I going to take a bad action? Am I going to go punch somebody in the face if I'm feeling grateful for shit? You know, like if I'm feeling angry, no. I, if I feel grateful for something, I'm going to feel good, right? And then the good feelings, it's going to lead me to take good actions. So I feel good. I feel grateful. And, you know, then maybe I see somebody and they're doing something wrong and I help them or whatever. Or if I continue that feeling, right, I continue that feeling or continue that thought, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. And you let that dominate your mind. And then you start taking, you get those feelings all day long. So your thoughts I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. They'll lead to your feelings. Like, I feel good. I feel good. I'm grateful. I feel good. I feel good. There's an energy there. All right, I'm going to take some action. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. You know what? I'm going to help this person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So now you're taking all this action. And by taking all this positive action, what the hell do you think kind of thing you're going to get? You're going to get a positive result, which is the R. So your thoughts lead to your feelings, which dictate your actions, which lead to your results. Most people focus on the results. Well, if I just do this, I'll feel better. Nope, certainly doesn't do that. Definitely doesn't work that way, right? Because if you go to do something nice for somebody and you're, you're, you're already in a crappy mindset, you're already, you're, it's even hard to attract something. You can't even think of something to do nice because you're in that negative mindset. And it's like, well, if I get this car, I'm going to feel better about myself. And then you get the car, it's nice. And then you realize, oh, I'm in the car and I feel the same, right? This, this BMW doesn't make me feel any better. And I, this is personal. This is a personal um, story. And the reason I say that is because I felt the same way. I remember a while, long time ago, I was in financial services. And I, you know, I, I was very concerned about what I looked like. Not like my personal appearance. I mean, of course, I always, I always want to look good. Um, but that wasn't my, like what I was talking about. It was like, what, what, what do other people perceive of me, right? Because I spent a lot of time judging people. So since I was judging people all the time, of course I thought other people were judging me. It took me a long time to get out of that mindset. But I'm judging people. So of course I think they're judging me. So 
if I look at somebody that has this crappy car and they're supposed to be representing financial services, um, and they, you know, and they don't look like they have money, then I'm not going to buy from them, right? Whatever. So I thought, like, man, I, I, and I at that time I drove a total piece of shit truck. It was like a green Toyota pickup, which does not scream wealth, right? So, but I was broke. I was in debt. I was learning about money, but I still didn't have any. Um, I wasn't taking the right actions. Um, so I ended up, you know, I was broke, but I ended up getting, we ended up getting a, a leasing a BMW. Now I wasn't able to, cause I sucked my money. My wife, on the other hand, at that time, technically every time she's always been good with it. She's been great with money. So it was on her credit, but it was for me, right? Cause I, I needed to look like, and I had convinced myself that this BMW was going to make me look like I knew what I was talking about. Like I was successful and that was going to lead to more clients and more money. Um, so then we get the car and about a month later I realized I was like, wow, now we have a, you know, I have a BMW. It's a nicer car. It was like an X3. So it wasn't even that great. It was like their lower end, you know, lower end, uh, SUV. I was like, but now, you know, but back then I was like, Ooh, X3 BMW. And it didn't get me any clients cause nothing changed. Right. My belief about myself was like, this is going to make me look good. You know, I, I didn't have that confidence in myself or the knowledge or whatever I needed, that thought process, that belief that I had it or was wealthy. I thought because I judged everybody and I thought, oh, I need to I need that perception to look a certain way. I you know bought this car and now it's like a month later I'm driving this car and it's like wow there's not a damn thing changed like it, it had nothing to do with the car I'm, I feel the same I'm still and there was one you know if it wasn't the car it was something else it's like all oh, this suit isn't good enough or this watch looks cheap or my shoes are dirty or whatever right because when we're judging other people we see everything now I know where that came from that definitely came from when I was little um, I'm not the tallest dude in the world I'm five. Eight, and I think I've said that before when I'm swollen and it's hot out. So I was short, but um, when I was a little kid, I was really short. However, I consider myself pretty witty and smart. Um, so my defense mechanism was before you made fun of me, I already had 10 things in my head that I was going to make fun of you. So when you're always looking at people in defense and ready to jump on them about what's bad about them, before they make fun of you, you go through your life looking at everybody's negative points, which, you know, throughout my life has not been the best thing. Um, and it's been hard to get out of that mindset, right? Because you become very, or I became very critical. Now it's more coaching. It's not as like critical. It's coaching. And it's like, all right, let's get better. But I would, before they made fun of me, and if they did make fun of me, oh man, I was so like ready and prepared, you know, and it's like, oh, midget or whatever the hell that, you know, the super creative Keebler jokes were. It was like, I just laid into them, whether it was their clothes and their face or ears, their big nose was big, their parents, I would, you name it, I made fun of it. And then that, what that did is it just made me think that way all the time. So it was, it was really hard for me to get out of that mindset. And it took me years of like personal growth and mindset shifting to change the way I thought. So gratitude was not something I grew up with, right? It was always like, um, it was always judgment. It was always negative. So once I started learning about this stuff and it's like, okay, if I don't 
And, you know, it's like I don't have anything to be grateful for. But then if you force yourself, right, if like your life sucks right now, man, there are some things that, trust me, there is somebody that has it worse than you, that has, you know, has a worse career, worse job, worse attitude, worse wife, worse husband, worse relationship, worse abuse, um, worse whatever, right? Their life just sucked. Man, I'm reading David Goggins, You Can't Hurt Me right now. He ha- I tr- he had it worse than you. Man, that guy, right? I'm just grateful I wasn't him. But he's turned it around and made it an amazing life. If you haven't listened to David Goggins, You Can't Hurt Me or read it, oh, man, you got to read that. That'll make you grateful that you didn't get his life when he was growing up. Um, but the, when you're grateful and you start thinking about things, what happens is now that changes your thought vibration. Now you're thinking like, all right, what am I grateful for? You know, and this is the exercise. You want to change your life? Here's the exercise. You're going to do a gratitude journal. And I don't care what you call it. If a gratitude journal sounds like stupid or fairy or whatever, then call it a gratitude manual, gratitude awesome book, gratitude whatever, Navy SEAL gratitude book, whatever to make it tough. Um, but gratitude, right? Write shit down in a journal specifically just for gratitude. Um, and so what you do is I am grateful for now, and this can't be, you want to get more deep. Um, not just like, you know, I'm grateful for air or I'm grateful for, you know, my, you know, my eyes, like that's not very deep. Like, it's like, I'm grateful for, you know, grateful for the fact that I have amazing friends or I'm grateful for, the fact that I have a house or a roof or I'm in an apartment or I'm grateful that I'm, and not that I'm not homeless, right? We want to, when you're writing gratitude, it's always, I am grateful for, and you don't want to put the negative in there. A lot of times we'll automatically put negative shit in there. So it'll be like, I'm glad I'm not homeless. Well, there's a positive way to say that and negative way to say that. The negative way is I'm, I'm glad I'm not homeless. Or you could say, I'm grateful I have a home. I'm grateful I have a place to stay. I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. Not, I'm not homeless, right? So even when we do our gratitude, we can, we can even make it negative depending on our mindset, right? It's like, oh, I'm grateful I'm not starving. So your brain only hears starving, right? I'm grateful I have enough food to eat to keep me going. I'm grateful I have these things, right? So even when you're doing it, you want to be aware of catching yourself that you shouldn't be doing it. So that's your home. Like I want you to write down gratitude journal. And to start, you only need to do five things. And what I'm doing right now is, um, you know, Andy Frisella is, you know, if you haven't heard his podcast, I've talked about it before. Um, he does the power tasks and I've been doing those. And one of my power tasks is to do a gratitude post. And I have an Instagram. It's called at Corey's grateful, C O R E Y S grateful at Corey's grateful. And every, every day I've been trying to post what I'm grateful for. And trust me, it's, it can be hard sometimes. It's like, yeah, I'm grateful for my family every day. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for the opportunities. I'm grateful for my boot camp. But once you get like over, across all the basics, then you're like, well, all right, well, I want to switch it up. What else am I grateful for, right? So you really have to start thinking about it. Now, here's where the power comes. Now, if you're in a place of gratitude and you're thinking like, what am I grateful for? So now your brain goes to this place, what am I grateful for? So you start thinking about all the things that you're grateful for. And if they're bad things and you start to act like you're grateful for them, you know what? I'm really grateful for my, you know, my friend who, who did this to me a long time ago and now it's helped me become a person I, you know, I am today, right? I'm grateful for that event that happened when I was a little kid 
because it allowed me to have a story to tell to inspire others. You know, like you literally can be grateful for the worst things that have ever happened for you. And that doesn't, and, and what it does, it takes the power away. And that's like last week's, last week's thing. It takes the power away from that and it gives it back to you. I'm grateful that happened because if it didn't, I wouldn't be where I am. I'm grateful that I did this business a long time ago and didn't make a damn nickel and like made $8,000 in an entire year, um, suffered tremendously. And, and now without that, I wouldn't have the same mindset around business and, and money that I did before. Right. So I'm super grateful for that. Even though it was a really shitty time in my life, this is real. Like I'm super grateful for that, that time in my life. And right now, past year, two years, a year and a half, Ooh, it's been a real struggle with business, with opening locations and city ordinances and me being an idiot, making bad choices and just one thing after the other and after the other, after the other. And it's like, oh my God, it's just not good. And then boom, you know, now it's like, I'm grateful for all those things because this is my story. When I, when I'm up on stage and I get to tell like all the shit that happened and then I was still able to overcome, that's, that's what I'm grateful for. So what happens is when you start to think about what you're grateful for and put your brain in that thing, brain in that sense, your vibration is gratitude. So what will happen is now, if you, if you keep going, the universe, God, the omnipresent, whatever the hell you want to believe in will start to send things your way to be grateful for. You'll literally be attracting more great things to be grateful for in your life. All of a sudden, somebody will come into your life. Some event will happen. You'll some, something that you would never expect would happen, but you just have to now be aware of it. But now that you're in this state of gratitude, you're starting to see it, right? You're starting to look for it. Um, so that's what you want to do is you, you search for gratitude. You, I'm grateful for this, grateful for this, grateful for this. And then what happens is the universe will start to give it to you. And that's one of the most powerful things you can do is gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Start being open to receive it and th- start great things will start to happen. So that's the exercise. And you can start with five a day, um, but they have to be different every single day you do it. That's the key. And then the last thing you do is, so you've done your gratitude journal. You start to write gratitude. Now, if you really struggle with this, right, if it's really difficult for you to think of things to be grateful for, here's the thing that you can do. And this is something that's super powerful. No matter how bad your life is, no matter how bad things are going, no matter how not grateful you are feeling, the best thing you can do, the easiest thing you can do is go serve. Go serve someone else, whether it's go donate time, volunteer at a shelter, go volunteer at a church, go down to Skid Row in Los Angeles and hand out water, go see somebody, go serve somebody that has less than you. And just by being around that, by being around people that don't have the same opportunities, that don't feel what you do, that don't have what you have, you'll start to feel a little bit better. And then guess what? I'm grateful that I got to serve, right? And you can start being grateful for all the things that you're doing for other people. So if you don't know what you're grateful for, if you struggle with that and you're having a hard time, then go serve, go spend time with somebody, go to a a convalescent home, go to an old people's home, go to a school, donate your time anywhere. There are people that need support and help all over the place all the time. Um, And especially right now with uh, Thanksgiving and the, the holidays rolling around, 
you know, you got families that, that don't have Christmas. You got kids that don't have presents. You got families that don't have turkey, right? Like go, go donate it. Somebody that's doing a feeding. Most churches are feeding people for Thanksgiving. Like go serve. And then guess what? Be grateful for that. And be grateful for the fact that you get to serve and you're not on the other end of that. And if you are on the other end of that, if you are the person getting served, if you are the person that's homeless, so what? Serve somebody else, right? Ask, hey, can I help? Can I do this? Now, obviously, if you're homeless, you're probably not listening to my podcast, but you never know. <laughs> uh, maybe you've been there before and you've been homeless and you're trying to get, you know, you're, you're not anymore, but you still have that mindset. Awesome. Go serve. So that's it. Gratitude journal. Be grateful, even if even if you don't think you are, even if you can't think of anything, be grateful. And if you can't be grateful, go serve, go help somebody, go volunteer, go do something for somebody else, and then be grateful for that. And that can be one of the most powerful things on the planet at be getting you out of um, a funk, at creating more gratitude in your life, at creating more success, at be- becoming um, happier, more fulfilled, creating attracting better people attracting better clients, attracting better friends, all of it. It all comes from gratitude. So I hope that helped. Um, That's the word of the week. You know, Thanksgiving is this week. So I hope you um, are grateful for the people in your life. Uh, You know, and if, if you don't have people in your life, you know, grateful for the ability to, you know, spend time with yourself and really break yourself down and learn from the mistakes that you've made and be grateful for that. Um, but this is just a week to be grateful. Practice it. It's the best week in the ever to, to start. You know, start with three if you have to. Start with five. Just write it down with a with on a paper, pen and paper or pencil on a paper. Actually, do pen. Put it down on a paper so that you can see it. Put it in a book. It's very powerful. And then tri- and then set a little reminder. Do it every day. Do it every night before you go to bed. Every night before you go to bed, do your gratitude journal, and then go serve. All right. So hope you guys got something out of this. Save. Um, you know, the thing that helps us and helps me and helps keep this thing going is if you share it, right? I'm not doing sponsorships, um, but I got to, you got to share it. So if you get any type of value, share it with somebody, say, hey, check this out. This is a good podcast. Listen to it in the, in the car or whatever. Um, and that, that'll help me keep going and it, it gets the, the word out there. And hopefully I can create more value for people out there. All right. So appreciate you guys. Follow me. You can follow me on Instagram at the coach Corey. So the coach Corey, C O R E Y. Um, also, like I said on this podcast, I do a Corey's Grateful. So at Corey's Grateful is my other one. Um, and then you can always see my boot camps at Arc Fitness Burbank and at FBPT underscore Sunland underscore Tahunga. So that's it. Hope to see you guys uh, next week with the word of the week next week. All right. Have a good day.